Okay, so a few people message me um, on my Instagram every couple of days. And be like, hey, man, like the, the photos on your, your Instagram were quite cool. Are you a photographer? And I kind of want to answer that here. Okay, so the number one, I don't ever think that smartphones will replace DSLRs because they're competing on two completely separate fields. So I fully agree that street photography will is now in this competition with street photography, as in DSLR and smartphone street photography. I fully believe that they're in a little bit of a competition right now because so many moments can be captured from your smartphone because it's on you the whole time. However, again, when you take a DSLR out, if you put uh, a nice little, say, 50mm lens on and you're going out, again, you're actively looking for pictures. So... Yeah, I don't think smartphones DSLRs will ever compete because they do, I don't think they need to. If I'm ever if I'm ever out and about and I want to catch a nice, nice little picture of a sunset, yeah, I'll probably have my phone on me, so I'll get it. However, it's just an offhand. I'm not going to think about the shot. I'm just going to, you know, sorry, but I'll think about the shot, but not much, much planning into the shot. Whereas if I want to do a actual photo shoot, say my clothing brand, or a uh, if I'm ever going to film a podcast, I'm absolutely going to use my Canon 90D. So I don't think they're ever... I don't ever need to compete with each other. So when brands, and I've seen it happen at keynotes and, and the impact event and things like that, they're like, listen, this will replace your DSLR. I don't think it ever will. However, smartphones have come on so much. It's so good to see now that even mid-range and low-end smartphones are competing in this camera market where, I mean, now megapixels don't really matter. And even the processing doesn't really matter that much either. So number one, yeah, smartphones have come such a long way. I don't think they'll replace DSLRs, but it's amazing to see how far they've come. Now, the best way to get smartphone pictures, I've got two points to make. That's it. <laughs> but each of them, two points. So that it's a very narrow view of mine, but it is very, very deep. As in, the first point is like a black hole and it will suck you into it and you'll just never escape and you'll obsess over it. Because the thing with me is I have an absolute obsessive personality. If I if I get a hold of something, I'm going to run with it. And the thing about point number one is I've run with that for the past five years or so. So it's it's rare that you get a hold of something and you never you'll never perfect it. You'll never make it. Yeah, it's just oh god, it's just it's okay. The word is composition. So you'll hear a lot of photographers talk about composition with your phone and this is uh, with your photo sorry and this is with your phone or your camera or whatever it is you're shooting with I suppose I suppose phones and cameras are really the only thing you shoot with but yeah composition so there's a lot of rules of composition so so there's there's the rule of thirds where you can put the grid lines on your phone there's balance there's depth of field there's framing there's leading lines there's symmetry there's viewpoint there's the Fibonacci sequence so I'm not going to go into them here because this isn't the platform for it, but just remember composition. So I follow an amazing Instagram and basically it's called Vintage Lenses. And the guy only shoots photos with lenses from the 90s and earlier. And the shots he gets are amazing because the composition's there. It's quite nice to see these vintage photos as well, because that's kind of a, a little bit of a trend at the moment. But composition, as in how to frame your shots to make them look great. Now, the caveat to that is, I'm really sorry, again, this is just a big wibbly-wobbly black hole of mess, is 
you might think that the composition of one photo looks amazing. Someone else won't like it. And someone else will say, well, I've changed that and changed it to this. So it is entirely in the eye of the beholder of where you do your shots. But a great way to start is them grid lines that I spoke about on your phone, just turn them on. And where the lines intersect, to there's like the cross, put the predominant feature of the photo on that, okay? So number one, that cross, put, so if you're taking a picture of someone walking towards you, like a modeling shot or something, look for where their main eye, as in the eye that you want people to look at, look where that is and put it on that line. That's a really cool way of using the rule of thirds. I hope, by the way, that it's called a rule because, again, it's not a rule. None of this is exact science. It, yeah, so don't worry. Um, and number uh, number two as well, the grid lines, they'll keep you, they'll help you keep your horizon straight as well. Because I look at a photo now, if the horizon's off, I'm like, oh, that's annoying. Just make sure your horizon's straight if you are taking landscape or there's anything in the background. Okay, so that's, that's another tip of them grid lines. And number three, if you're taking a real nice picture of, say, I don't know, a field and it's got a forest next to it, try and do where the forest takes up a third of the of the, the screen or trees are overhanging into a third, maybe, or fill out one of them squares. It just, it adds a little bit more. It adds depth and it, it's just nice. If you're shooting a picture of a field and you've got some, say, daffodils next to you, try and keep the daffodils in the shot because it will add depth and try and get them to take up one of them thirds because it, not only does it add depth, but it's, it's the rule of third. It just naturally makes the composition a little bit nicer. Um, so, yeah, composition in smartphones. I think that is just the easiest way to get in and make your photos look a little bit nicer on whatever system you're taking photos on. Um, and the second point, I don't think this is stressed enough because I think people do it incorrectly. Again, I'm not professional. Don't have to listen to my opinion at all. But editing photos before you get to Instagram or any of that. So as in, there's that many editing software out there. So use Lightroom, use VSCO, use Snapseed. All them things can edit your photos before they hit Instagram. So you, you're not looking like the same as everyone else. At Instagram filters, Juno and Amaro, 100%. That's what 90% of my photos will go under if I want to put an Instagram filter on. But I know there's lots of other people using them for photos as well. Them filters, sorry. So editing them, because you might take a picture of, say, a duck on a lake, and the lake look ama looks amazing, but the feathers on the duck, you just want to look like pop a little bit. Go into Lightroom and select just that area and turn up the saturation exposure on them. And then that duck is going to stand out. I don't, I, I hate when something looks obviously edited, but just a little tweak of that can make your photos look a lot, lot better. Again, I'm not a professional, but I don't think people edit photos enough. And I'll be honest, people who are running amateur Instagram accounts, when really they want followers and to grow it and things, they will edit their photos before they hit the Instagram filters. I guarantee that. Well, I, I promise you that because I I follow hundreds of them. I speak to loads of them every single day. But so, yeah, edit your photos. Your smartphone has apps on it. Just use them. Bonus tip. Some apps will actually help you take cooler photos. So I've got an app on my phone right now called Kuji Cam, and it's like the old kind of vintage, like disposable camera look. So Kuji Cam, you don't even have to pay for it, it's free. Kuji Cam will help you do like, it, you've got that grain, it's got a bit of a light leak, you can get the date on it. So my Instagram stories, I'll put them up there because it's like, it's just a nice change. I know it's a little bit trendy at the moment to do it, but use apps to edit and use apps to take photos obviously the possibilities are endless 
So, yeah, it's nice that people message me about the 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 photos on my Instagram or what I put on my stories or Twitter, but I don't I don't go out there and try and be a photographer or anything like that. I just take nice looking shots, and again because I obsess over composition, things like that. Just have a look at it. Yeah, just yeah, you're welcome because this will eat up most of your life if you're interested in it. Anyway, that's about how I take smartphone photographies because a few people have messaged me and if it helps one person then it's worth me sitting here for 10 minutes rambling on thank you very much for listening guys see you in the next one